Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Before we begin, humble appeal inshallah to our brothers at the back inshallah To please close the gaps Inshallah, come forward inshallah Jazakallah khair, Allah reward you Jazakallah khair, barakallah fikum That is the adam of the masjid as you always hear from our ulama We fill the masjid from the front So that while the talk is on we don't get disturbed. People walking in front of us. Jazakallah to all these brothers, mashallah. Jazakallah khair. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-lazina astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. يا أيها الناس إن كنتم في ريب من البعث فإن خلقناكم من تراب ثم من نطفة ثم من نطفة ثم من علقة ثم من مضغة مخلقة وغير مخلقة لنبين لكم ونقض في الأرحام ما نشاء إلى أجل مسمى ثم نخجكم طفلا ثم لتبلغه أشدكم ومنكم من يتوفى ومنكم من يرد إلى أرذل العمر لكي لا يعلم من بعد علم شيئا وقال تعالى ألهاكم التكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم السلام عليكم أهل الديار من المؤمنين والمسلمين وأتاكم ما توعدون وإنا إن شاء الله بكم لاحقون نسأل الله لنا ولكم العافية My most respected elders and beloved brothers We thank Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala for blessing us with this opportunity to come to his house and fulfill our farz of Jumu'ah and for also allowing us to witness the month of Sha'ban we are all preparing for the month of Ramadan as per the instruction and the teaching of Rasulullah Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam we know that Nabiya Pak Wasallam used to teach us he used to recite this dua and we should recite this dua always during these days before Ramadan Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan the least we can all do my dear brothers is to recite this dua so that we will be reminded to give some time and some thought to the fact that Ramadan is coming and it will also encourage us to prepare for Ramadan Ramadan is a great occasion a great month that should never be lost we know that in the Hadith Sharif we have been told that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Amin to the curse of Hazrat Jibreel Alayhi Salaam upon a person who finds himself in the month of Ramadan and doesn't get forgiveness from Allah in other words this person finds himself in that fortunate position of being alive in Ramadan but he doesn't use that month intelligently, wisely 
he doesn't use it profitably to gain closeness to Allah Ta'ala and to gain the forgiveness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So my beloved brothers, this opportunity that's coming to us that we should really look forward to. May Allah Ta'ala help us all to start preparing from now. Increase our Quran Sharif Tilawat, increase our Zikrullah, come to the Masjid more frequently, my beloved brothers. Speak about the deen in our homes. Start fasting in between Mondays, Thursdays, whenever we can. 13th, 14th, 15th of the month. Keep the fast if we can. Spend extra time in dua. But there's many people would have loved to be here today, but they have gone into the covers. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, my dear brothers, to prepare for Ramadan, inshallah. My beloved brothers, Allah Ta'ala has given us this life which is so precious. This question was once asked to many pious people in an interview. That supposing it is your last day of your life and you know that you are going to die tomorrow, how would you spend that day? So many great scholars, they were all pious people, very learned. The intention of the, of the compiler of the kitab, of the book, was to collect the answers of learned pious people so that those who will read the book will be able to benefit from it and spend their, their time in this world in a way that will be most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But from all the answers that were given, the most inspiring answer was that of Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Abu Naim rahmatullahi he was himself a very great muhaddis very great scholar of doom what did he say? he says if I come to know that tomorrow I'm going to leave this world there will be no change in my routine because every day I'm spending my day as though it is the last day of my life every day I spend my day as though it is the last day of my life my dear brothers Nabi Apakarism said Sallu salata muwaddi'in make salah when you make a salah, let your salah be like the salah of a person who is doing his last salah of his life. As if he knows that, I'm, not get, I'm making my Juma salah now. I'm, I know I'm going to die before, before, before Asr. So this is my last salah. How will I make my last salah? A person will make his salah so meticulously, so carefully, standing before Allah Ta'ala, visualizing himself before Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. My dear brothers, this is how this pious person says, that I spend my every day as though this is my last day of my life. My beloved elders and brothers, every day, statistics say, every day, presently, more than 6,000 people die per hour. More than 6,000 people die per hour. Somebody dies differently, different causes of death. Some people die making headlines. Some people die very quietly. Some people die in some good action, some people die in a, in a different act, doing something else. Some people die in a very enviable way, some people die in a very disgraceful way. May Allah give us all a very enviable mode, my dear brothers. And this was the, the, the dua of many pious people. Allah grant us husn khatima. Allah give us a good death, give us a, 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 an enviable and a very beautiful ending. But may dear brothers, people will die differently, in different, different ways different different causes but the bottom line is that everybody will die completely alone he will go into his cover completely alone and only Allah Ta'ala can control that death of ours no government no science no technology can prevent our death 
Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala alone control our death. Allah has mentioned in the Quran Sharif, I read the ayat in the Quran just now. Allah Ta'ala says in Surah Hajj, the fourth ayat of Surah Hajj, Ya ayuhal nasu, inna khalaq, ya nasu, in kutum fi raybim mina ba'ath, o insan, o mankind. If you are in doubt with regard to your resurrection, your life after death, and today you find my dear brothers, the majority of men today rejects life after death. At least by their actions. Allah says, O insan, in kuntum fi raybim mina ba'ath, fa inna khalaqanakum, then ponder and contemplate over the fact that I, Allah says, we have created you. And Allah explains the different stages a person that fetus goes through. إِنَّ خَلَقْنَاكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ نُطَفَةٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ عَلَقَةٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ مُضْغَةٍ مُخَلَّقَةٍ وَغَيْرِ مُخَلَّقَةٍ لِنُبَيْنَ لَكُمْ From dust, and then from that cut of blood, and then from that piece of flesh. And then, Allah says, we created you into forms, and some of you were formed, some of you were deformed. And, وَمِنْكُمْ مَيْتُوَفَى وَمِنْكُمْ مَيْرَدُوا إِلَىٰ أَوْذَ الْعُمَرَةِ And then some of you, we allowed you to come into the world. We allowed you to remain in the wombs of your mothers for an appointed time. And then you came into this world. And then some of you, وَمِنْكُمْ مَيْتُوَفَى Some of you died in early stages of your life. وَمِنْكُمْ مَيْرَدُوا إِلَىٰ أَرْذَ الْعُمَرُ لِكَيْ لَا يَعْلَمَ مِنْ بَعْدِ عِمِّ the so-called, the decrepit old age, that old age, لِكَيْ لَا يَعْلَمَ مِنْ بَعْدِ عِلْمِ شَيْهَا Such a stage where, after having all the knowledge, you were a professor, you were a scientist, you were the best in your field, you were the acknowledged master in your field, but you come to a stage in your life when you don't know anything whatsoever, you don't even know your name, you don't know your own children, who they are, asking your child, who are you, who are you, what is your name? So Allah Pakistan is reminding us, my dear brothers, to, to open our eyes to the reality that this life in this world is temporary. Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-Kayisu man dana nafsahu wa amina lima ba'd al-mawt. An intelligent person, or the intelligent person, the smart person, who is the smart person? Today we say the smart person is the person who has all the knowledge. He's the expert in his field. Very wise, business wise. Very smart in everything. In, very exceptional organization abilities. But who Nabi Pakistan says smart person is that person Mandana Nafsahu who bridles and controls his desires. Wa Amirani Ma Ba'dal Mawt and he and he prepares for the life year after. They were three. They say our intelligence with regard to death actually defies logic. We all we all know about death today. We, we, we do estate planning, the person makes whether halal or haram, person writes out, then he takes a, what do you call it, life insurance policy. We have a, in business or in government, we have contingency plans. If these people die who are in government or in the head of the government, what will happen? Who will take over the reins of the government and the country runs smoothly? Business, family, everywhere these plans are being made. But my dear brothers, ulama say, that is with the idea in mind that death is an end to this life in this world. But a Muslim, how should we regard death? Regard death as the beginning to an eternal life. The rest of mankind regards death as an end to the only life. But a believer, a Muslim, what does he regard death to be? To be the beginning of an eternal life. An endless life. 
in this life. In the Quran, Shri Allah Ta'ala says, Hal ata ala al-insan hinu min al-dahri lam yakun shay'an mazkura. Allah Ta'ala reminds us, invites us to reflect and to ponder and contemplate over our beginning. Allah says, hasn't there, wasn't there time in man's existence when he wasn't around anywhere? There was no mention of him. إِنَّا خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ أَمْشَادٍ نَبْتَلِيهِ فَجَعَلْ لَهُ سَمِيعًا بَصِيرًا Man was nothing. They made him from this fluid. And we gave him eyes, and we gave him ears, and we gave him the brain to think. And then he lives in this world. And suddenly when death will come upon him, and he finds himself in two places, either Jannah or Jahannam. My dear brothers, this is what life is all about. To prepare for our akhirat. We know the famous story of Bahlul. And Harun al-Rashid, I mentioned this many, many times, brothers, but we need to remind, remind ourselves, Harun al-Rashid was a great Khalifa, pious Khalifa. He loved ulama, he loved sitting gathering with the pious people. But he had this very close friend, Bahlul. Bahlul was a very saintly man, very intelligent man, but he was like this, like many people today, who we see sometimes, we think them to be foolish people. We see they're not so absorbed in the dunya. They are super intelligent people, but they haven't become the slaves of the world. They don't run after the world. So Bahlul was such a person. He was an Allah wala. So Harun Rashid sometimes used to entertain himself by joking with him. So when he gave him a stick, said to him, Bahlul, the day you come to know somebody more foolish, then you give him the stick. Fast forward, Harun Rashid is now passing away. There's no cure for him. Doctors have said there's no cure. Bahlul comes to visit him. Pastor Salamat, Assalamu Alaikum, how are you? What's wrong? This is my condition. My time to leave the world is very, very near. And I'm not prepared. I haven't prepared. Why, Bacha? But in the world, you always, when you came to your work, you always had people around you. When you're planning your little, little journeys, one day journey, three days journey, ten days journey, then you made some planning. You sent people ahead. You did all your preparations. So when you got there, you were covered. You were comfortable. Your knees were taken care of. Your journey on upwards and return also were all taken care of. And this journey which you knew was definitely going to come. You made no preparations for it. He said, what can I do? He says, yeah, you are the person that deserves the stick. You are the really foolish man. You were the king, brilliant king. Your, the, your kingdom was expanding every day. Mashallah, you were so intelligent. So good at running the government. But you didn't realize that you are going to end up one day in the cupboard and after that is a life that is eternal. You made no preparation for that. You made no tayari for that life. My dear brothers, Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala has given us the Quran Sharif, my dear brothers, not as a book that should be just read for barakat only. The Quran Karim is the book of reflection. The Quran is a book in which there is no doubt. One of our ulama mentioned the other day, a very interesting point he mentioned. Quran is the book in which Allah Ta'ala says there is no doubt in it. Every other field of knowledge in this world, whether it is science, science is man's understanding of Allah's doings. It is not perfect. Sometimes it changes. Discoveries come and then the, 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 the knowledge changes. Everything is changing in this world. Everything is finite in this world. Allah Ta'ala says, What Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran Sharif is perfect. There is no doubt whatsoever in it. 
But Hudallil Muttaqeen, this book of guidance for whom? For those people who are Allah conscious, who make an effort to recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their lives. So Allah Ta'ala says, Al-Hakum Al-Takafir. O insan, your rivalry to acquire and to amass the world, the worldly things, the luxuries of this world, has made you negligent of the reality of life, of your destination and your ultimate destination, the Akhirat. And you are so immersed in this, Hatta Zurtumul Maqabir, until you reach the Kabar. Until you are driving 120 kilometers, 150 kilometers power, 160, 180, and suddenly there's a concrete barrier in front of us. Allah says, Hatta Zutumul Maqabir, Kalla Sofa Ta'lamuna, Summa Kalla Sofa Ta'lamun, Kalla Lo Ta'lamuna, Ilma Yakin, you will not understand, you will not realize this. Hatta Latarawuna Jahim, Summa Latarawuna, Ilma Yakin, until you see this when you, the reality will come to you. When you're facing your cover and you're facing your death, and then you come to the point where Allah says, "Thumma la tusalunna yoma idin ani naim." The day of Qiyamah, you're standing before Allah Taala, and no person will be able to take one single step until he answers these five questions. How do you spend his life? Oh, insan, how do you spend your life? I gave you those many, many precious moments, every precious second in every in every minute, in every hour, in every day. How do you spend those days of your life? How did you spend your youth when you, all your energies and your strengths were at its peak? How did you spend that first time of your life, your youth, in this entertainment and fun, working for the weekend and then just enjoying yourself? Hmm? My dear brothers, when a person contemplates over, over death and he contemplates and he imagines himself in the cover, this will make him realize the reality of life. Allah wants us to realize and to contemplate over mouth and the cover and the day of Qiyamah, before it is too late. First question about your life, then about your youth, about your wealth, how did you acquire all your wealth, how did you spend your wealth, and about the knowledge that you had about the deen of Allah Ta'ala. How much did you act upon your knowledge? We all don't need to become ulama and mulanas and hafizes and qaris. But we all know certain things in life that are very necessary. Five times salah is compulsory, we all know that. Seven-year-old child in Madrasa is taught five pillars of Islam. Shahadatu an la ilaha illallah, wa iqam salah wa ita'i zakah, wa sawmi ramadhan, wa hajj baytillah. The mass is fard every day, five times a day. We know, we know about this. How many of us act on our knowledge, my dear brothers? So we need to reflect. Before the time is up for us to leave this world. Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sahabai kiram say, Nabi Pak Islam used to encourage the Sahaba to, re, to, to visit the Kabristan. Because going to the Kabristan reminds you about your own death. To so go to the Kabristan, what is the condition in the Kabristan? Ask ourselves, look around and see what happens in the Kabristan. We in the Kabristan, all those people who are busy pumping the iron in the gym, they're standing there with their hands on their sides or fidgeting with their cell phones. And the elderly people are busy digging the, the sand and filling the cupboards. There should be announcing the Kabristan. Brothers, young people, please come forward and take the space. Hey, brothers, have we gone so heedless? Even in the Kabristan, we are we, 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 we not really not prepared to remind ourselves that one day we are going to go in the cover. Talking about this and that and the other. Talking about business. Making jokes. We have people laughing in the Kabristan. Right? This is a very somber, very solemn occasion. 
somebody that lived his life in this world and suddenly moth came and took away all his dreams shattered all his dreams he's down in the cupboard somebody said the cupboard is a very sad place not because of people being buried in the cupboard but how many millions and billions of dreams are buried and gone into the cupboard with that person how many majestic dreams we had my children my grandchildren my great-grandchildren one business next business one this one that and suddenly somebody mentioned this last week Friday person from Pakistan he was staying in Dubai 10-12 years of his life working very hard working two or three shifts in the day and after 12 years of slogging for his family and sending everything across to them and mashallah preparing them from an ordinary home into a very beautiful home now motor cars and comfort and luxuries in their, in their lives after 12 years of slogging this man now plans to go back to Pakistan to visit his family for a little while and on the way to the airport he passes away and the family is notified about it they say he's passed away who's coming over he said no we can't make it we won't be able to make it or should we send the body over to you here so you can do the baby you can do the janaza and the, the, the kafan dafan day in Pakistan they said no it's too costly go ahead with the, with the arrangements if you get a chance we will come over and see visit the cover man who worked his whole life for his family and here yeah, they haven't got enough they haven't got the, the desire to even attend his janaza or to see his body come to them yeah. this is what this life is all about my dear brothers we have to prepare for our lives ek din marna hai akhir maut hai kar lo jo karna hai akhir maut hai we are going to leave this world one day Let's prepare for that, my dear Lord, but how do we do this? The more we visit the Qabristan, the more we read Quran Sharif, the more we come to the masjid, we'll be reminded about our mouth, my dear brothers. And my dear brothers, I'll end on a small incident. Health Mawlana Tani Ahmadullahi, one of our great ulama, Akabir, Akabirin. One day he was traveling, he was going on a journey by train. So, when he got to the station, he had his baggage extra baggage with him so there was a certain section where you have to go and you know you can check in your baggage extra baggage and you can pay for your extra baggage so he went to the section he was standing in the queue waiting to get his baggage weighed and to pay for the extra amount so somebody one of the Hindu gentlemen over there very good friend of Malana very good man also so he told Malana he asked him Malana what are you doing over here Malana said I came to weigh my baggage he says, no, you don't need to wear a baggage. Don't worry, take it, take it, take it with you. Because I'm on the train. I'll be on the train with you. One of them said, what do you mean by that? He said, no, I'm the, I'm going, I'm the guard. I'll be, it's my duty today on this, on this, on this, uh, on this train. So one I said to him, you'll be on duty. He said, yes. One I said to him, up to which point? He said, I'm going to, uh, he said, wait, the place he mentioned was Kanpur. I'm going to Kanpur. Now one was going beyond that. He was going further than that. So one I said, but from there now, you're going to get off over there. He says, no, another guard will come on duty and I will tell him not to worry about your, your baggage. And I will speak to him, don't worry. He said, then where will that guard get off? He said, that guard will get off at the next station, at the last station. When I said, I'm going on a journey that is beyond that. He said, what do you mean? He said, I'm going on this journey and I'm going to stand one day before my Allah Ta'ala. And my Allah is going to ask me, oh Ashraf Ali, you took that, that goods of yours on the, on the train and you didn't pay for that amount, you didn't pay for that extra luggage that you took with you. What answer would I give to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? 
And this is what you call accountability. This is what you call preparing ourselves for the akhirat. Today we are living only for today. Forgetting our akhirat, forgetting our tomorrow. Nabi Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to remind the Sahabah whenever they went to Kabristan to read this dua. Assalamu Alaikum. Ahlad diyari min al-mu'minin wa al-muslimin. Wa inna insha'Allah bikum lahiqun. Nas'alullaha lana wa lakum al-afiyah. When you enter the Kabristan, that is the people who are buried there, they can hear. We believe in Sima'i Mota. The people in the Kabristan can hear what you are saying. That's why we, we greet the people in the Kabristan. Peace be upon you. Assalamu alaikum. Ahlad diyari min al-mu'minin wa al-muslimin. Oh, you dwellers of the Kabristan who are believers and who are Muslims. Wa inna insha'Allah bikum lahiqun. Very soon we are going to meet with you. Remind ourselves that one day we are going to be in the Kabr also. We're going to be lying in the sand. Nothing around us. Just that calico, that cloth, which also will become, will become dust in a very short while. And give it this. Become food for the ants. وَإِنَّ عِشَاءَ اللَّهُ بِكُمْ لَاحِقُونَ نَسْأَلُ اللَّهَ لَنَا وَلَكُمْ الْعَافِيَةِ Therefore, we make dua to Allah Ta'ala for ease for you and for ourselves. My dear brothers, may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to use these days that are before Ramadan, to prepare for Ramadan. May Allah Ta'ala make this Ramadan a very special Ramadan for all of us. May Allah Ta'ala, my dear brothers, keep us with Iman. Take us from the dunya with complete Iman. And may Allah Ta'ala give us hashr with kamil Iman in the company of Nabi Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his beloved friends. Wa akhud da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.